no one wants to be stuck in a house with one, two, three other people with no toilet paper. <laughs> so, amen. <laughs> Welcome to the 15 Minutes from Quarantine podcast, a daily dose of dry humor from two Americans living in the heart of Europe, hosted by January Newbanks and Tassie Gibson. All right. So, first of all, let's start with an introduction. Um, Tassie, why don't you go first since you've been here in the Czech Republic the longest? So I'm Tassie. I've been living here for uh, about 15 years. I moved after university to teach business English, um, which I've been doing the entire time that I've lived here. Um, And I have the cutest little dog in the world who is Slovak. So we're a nice international family, American and Slovak, living here in Prague. (laughs) And I'm January, and I've been living in Prague for just shy of four and a half years. Um, I moved here with my family, which includes my husband, Andy, my daughter, Lucy, who's nine, and Gus, who's 13. And we get this question a lot, but we didn't really have a pressing uh, need to move to Prague. It was an idea basically born out of a desire for adventure. So... um, we just kind of picked a place in the world and my best friend That's me. Of, <laughs> of over 20 years happened to live in Prague and we visited a few times and we really liked the city. So it seemed like a good fit for us. And um, we decided to come for a year. We ended up staying. And so far, we're really happy with it being based here. So before we begin, begin let's talk about who we are like to each other and offer a bit of a disclaimer because you know our conversations they aren't for everyone yeah (laughs) our sense of humor can be a little bit dry um which we really appreciate and think that we're hilarious but you might (laughs) not and that's fine so um if we get annoying turn us off that's cool yeah and uh what's your quarantine style tassie right now So, uh, my quarantine style at the moment is social distancing. So, I'm still going out into the city. Um, I'm still teaching on a limited basis companies that are um, open and not already on home office. But I'm trying to avoid being close to people on the public transport. I tend to stand up um, rather than sit down. And I'm not touching the poles or um, holding on to anything. So just the idea of giving yourself that three to six feet or meter to two meters. Um, yeah, I saw that Andy Andy mentioned that they made all the door open buttons automatic yeah. so that uh-huh. you don't have to touch the doors. That's nice. Yes. So the public transport is now geared for that as well, that you shouldn't have to exactly touch the buttons to open the doors or anything. Um, and I think even that applies to the the buses that you have to press the button in order for them to stop. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, so they're stopping at, like, every stop now? Mm Mm-hmm. Rather than the ones you have to indicate. And the metro, too, right? Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you have to touch as little as possible? Yes. Have you seen anything weird, like people wearing gloves or like rubber (laughs) gloves or anything like that? Um, I don't remember seeing rubber gloves. I... 
I've seen a lot of people, and I'm guilty of it as well, pulling their hand into their sleeve uh-huh. and pushing the elevator buttons with their sleeve or opening yeah. doors with the sleeve. Or I've noticed um, that there is a new trend to use your knuckle to push the elevator buttons rather than to use your fingertip. Um, How so that's quite funny. Yeah. My neighbor uses his elbow. His elbow. I haven't seen that one yet. I also saw it like Andy made these posters about how to wash your hands. Like, and it's like you can plug in whatever song you you want to use. (laughs) And so Lucy has like party rock anthem. (laughs) And Andy has a song by the Mountain Goats uh, that like the lyrics go, I'm going to make it through this year if it kills me. Which well, I think I'm just saying, like, we're going to be the healthiest earth there's ever been because suddenly <laughs> 7 billion people have learned how to wash their hands. So <laughs> we'll get through this. And next year, there will be no flu season. Oh Everyone's like rubbing, rubbing, thumb, thumb between the fingers, singing. I, I am wondering how many... Um, anti-flu vaxxers uh will become converts to flu vaccine even though this is obviously not just the normal flu right um but like after a flu like this like i'm wondering if it will convert anybody to get their flu shot that's a good question we are not the target audience for that discussion (laughs) (laughs) well i've actually been lazy I haven't gotten a flu shot since I moved to Europe, um, which is just dumb because, like, there's different strains of flu here and my body doesn't have the antibodies for it because I've been living on a different. Yeah, true confession. I don't usually do the flu shot either. So, but it's mostly out of laziness, not because I don't believe it does anything. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. I fully support the science behind it, but getting my ass to the doctor. (laughs) Yeah, it's different. Speaking of asses, I should I should warn everyone who listens to us that uh, we do tend to use colorful language uh, from time to time. I mean, it's not like overdone, but there might be an f bomb here and there. So, like, it's not necessarily a podcast I would listen to with my children. Um, no, no. I mean, it's interesting, <laughs> but I well, I think we're interesting. <laughs> I've been saying that for years. I know, right? <laughs> um, but it's like, you know, we'll we'll probably have some colorful language here and there, especially as like we talk about places like the UK, which are just doing like nothing, it seems right. like. The too. things that make us passionate tend to bring out the um, salty language. Yeah. Did I read correctly that like somebody in the government in the UK actually has coronavirus? I also read that someone was self-isolating. I don't know what that means. It seems like uh-huh. a lot of politicians are self-isolating rather than saying that they have coronavirus. So uh-huh. who knows what that actually means? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, there could be a ling. Oh, by the way, I have a university degree in linguistics, so I'm a nerd. Um, <laughs> there could be a linguistic study on the words that come or the phraseology that comes about because of this, like uh-huh. self isolation what that means and like the euphemism that it um 
takes the form of could be really interesting it can be i think it's interesting being in the czech republic which is where we're located by the way we're in prague um in case i haven't mentioned that explicitly up until this point oh yeah two americans living in czech republic yes um and the czech republic is clean like cleaner than most places like they usually shower twice a day, if I understand correctly, like mm-hmm. once in the morning, once at night. There's like a thing about not going to sleep with like the day on you. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they tend to wash their hands. They and tend you see to see it in the way that the street is maintained and the garbage, public trash is maintained. Recycling is a huge thing here. And the shoes. Yeah. The, like, yeah. The shoes, like nobody wears their shoes in the house. People wear house shoes everywhere. People travel with their house shoes to their friends' houses. So they My, can walk I have on a the pair floor. of house shoes at your place. You do. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought it was funny oh, that your friend good. Lenka, when she was over here for um, New Year's Eve, um, we had to wear our shoes because we went on the roof. And she came down and she was wearing the shoes in the house and she was like, this is the first time I've ever worn shoes in the house. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it's the same with your street clothes. Like uh, most people when they go home will put on house clothes, not necessarily pajamas, but something a bit more comfortable, um, jogging pants and a sweatshirt or something. Um, and it's the same idea. You don't want the dirt of the day mm-hmm. polluting your couch and your carpet in your bed Um, I've only recently started thinking about that I think maybe because I didn't grow up with public transportation but I've I've you know am in homes of friends where their children come home from school and like they have them take off their pants like their shirts mm -hmm. are generally okay because they're covered by jackets when they're outside or whatever but they take off their pants and put on house pants house Mm -hmm. socks slippers you know house shoes or whatever um in the house to kind of keep things clean and there's generally rules about like not being in bed in like your day clothes oh my gosh my students love when it's their favorite question so tassie you know in the movies or when i'm watching a sitcom and people have their feet on the couch or the bed with their shoes on like is that just for TV or is that real? And I'm like, oh no, that's real. Americans have their shoes on. <laughs> on I know. The and they're like, and really? It's, it's so weird because like, I think when I came here, I just automatically, I don't know why I waited because like I was aware of these customs before I came here. But when I came here, I just started doing things the Czech way. Like I have house shoes and Andy and I have separate blankets on our beds and like those things can be done other places. But -hmm. for some reason it was like when I moved here, I just magically started doing things uh, the way that they do them here. Oh, and you'll probably never go back. It's a good way to live. (laughs) Yeah. Cause Andy and I have such different like temperature desires when we're sleeping. Like I like to be, I like to be cold with like a nice fuzzy blanket. And mm-hmm. Andy likes to be warm also with the fuzzy blanket. <laughs> <laughs> so we have two different, you know, they rate duvets by like warm yes. level and stuff. Like uh-huh. we have two different duvets and yeah. 
it's funny. But, um, okay, so the situation in the Czech Republic, to give an update on what's actually happening here. So uh, we're is, under a 30-day emergency yeah. um, declaration from the government at the moment, which means that for the next 30 days, um, we're on what I would loosely call a semi-quarantine so it means that people are still free to move out and about um, out of their homes if they haven't been officially quarantined. If they've told you to stay home, then you need to stay home because you're sick. Um, but you can move about in the city. But there are, are severe emergency measures. So right now the borders are closed. So um, no tourists, no outsiders, no foreigners are coming in sa- into the Czech Republic. No one's going out. Um all the schools are closed. All public meetings are closed. And it's under 30 people, right? Yeah, under 30 people. Including and weddings and funerals, right? Here? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, weddings and funerals are included. Um, and most companies have been told by the government that if they can offer home office to employees, um, then employees have the right to choose home office. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yeah. And, you know, I was telling Andy, like, people are kind of starting to stockpile things like toilet paper, rice, stuff like that. And, and like, I don't quite get why, unless it's just simply because they don't want to leave their house. But Andy and I were discussing it and like the validity of like hoarding, basically, (laughs) or prepping. And um, I was like, you know what, these people like went through the, uh, the fall of communism, like when when stores just like had nothing on the shelves and like, and so I'm like kind of watching them to see what they do because like I'm American, we've never had like I, in my lifetime we've never had anything like this happen to us. It's so. true. Although having grown up in Appalachia, Ohio, where it's full of tornadoes, um, I had this discussion uh-huh. with my mom two days ago. Like, in my house, you always had emergency food. And I called my grandmother yesterday, and that's what she said. Like, oh, I can live for a month out of my pantry. So my family, the Appalachians, (laughs) uh, we would certainly have had food for a month. Um, Oh, yeah. I mean, there were deep freezers with, like, deer in them and, (laughs) like, half a cow and stuff. Like, canned green beans from the garden I mean like there I my mom's shelves were like always so jam-packed full of food and even like at my dad's house now like the the cabinets are like full of stuff that they they, they don't even eat but they're, I, not, but they're I, not eating carbs right now but like there's there's like Ritz crackers yeah. and, <laughs> but I totally like Costco size boxes not just even regular <laughs> stuff I think it's kind of human nature when you hear well, when you hear the word quarantine, you think of, oh my gosh, like yeah. what, what, what am I going to need if someone won't let me leave my house? And you're right, like for a country that's gone through so much history, which we won't get into today, of course, but sure. um, of just kind of being run over and run over and run over by different people throughout history. Um, I think that that's true. That's kind of that mentality. And no one wants to be stuck in a house with one, two, three other people with no toilet paper. <laughs> so, amen. <laughs> I I think it's true. Although I my experience has been being out in the city so far that um 
although you can see where shelves have been picked over um this week i haven't seen so many bare shelves um yeah. i think when when the coronavirus panic kind of hit last week that was around maybe thursday mm-hmm. um that would have been march 6th 5th 6th around there yeah. um then I felt I felt much more like people were really like, oh, my gosh, what's going to happen? Are we turning into Italy? And now that the I think the government is actually maybe doing this in the best way that they're rolling out um, the mandates rather than just, you know, on Monday. <laughs> OK, from Monday morning, this is what's happening. Like every day there's been a new restriction, but it kind of gives people a time to time to adjust that. Oh, yeah. OK. The schools are closed. Oh, OK public meetings are closed so yeah I read that I think I read I mean I was having trouble reading some things because some things that are translated into English are kind of hard to um understand sometimes so when I say I think I read it's not because I'm dense it's because (laughs) it's because translate translations don't always like you know paint the whole picture but um I think I read that the Czech Republic is receiving an influx of 10,000 people from Italy, like 10,000 of our citizens. Yeah, um, they're trying to move people back here if possible is what um, is 10, what is. That's, uh, that's because everyone goes for holiday and yeah. it's prime ski season. So, yeah. um, for example, my students, like I can think of 10 people right now that I knew in offices that had gone to Italy on holiday in the last two, three weeks. Um, yeah. And that's just like the people that I come in contact to my, come in contact with my students. Um, so yeah, I think that there are a lot of people. Um, and if you think about Rome um, and all the commerce that goes through there and Prague and Italy have a historically long connection of doing business together. So mm-hmm. yeah. Mm. It'll be interesting to see how the next few weeks, what the numbers look like and mm-hmm. um, how many people actually quarantine themselves who should be quarantining themselves. Mm-hmm. But well, if you don't quarantine yourself and the government finds out, it's yeah. like a 50000 US dollar fine. Wow. No yeah. way. Well, pounds. I mean, that's great, but... Mm-hmm. Wow. And I read that the police are checking up on, like, they're in charge of checking up on people who, like, are known cases who are, like, mandated to be quarantined. So. Yes. I think the goal is, because we've had a hundred and some cases now, I think it's around 120. Um, and so I think the goal is to to just not let it happen. Like, don't wait until there's a thousand cases and then take measures. Like, it's better right to to stop it now mm-hmm. and even though it's uncomfortable um and I have to say that for me when this first started happening I was like oh my gosh what um but yeah. after reading the science behind it and seeing what the recommendations from the WHO the WHO are and how um countries like South Korea and China have implemented these same types of quarantining procedures um and that it really works then I understand yep. the precaution that they're, yeah. they're taking. Yeah, hashtag flatten the curve, right? Right. <laughs> all right. Well, first of all, before we end, 
Um, can we take a moment of silence for Tom Hanks and his wife, Rita? Oh, my who have the coronavirus? They're a national treasure. I know. I'm so sad. I hope, well, I mean, I'm hopeful that they'll recover completely. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but it's oh, Tom Hanks. He's like a favorite. Yeah, it and Rita, feels like a personal assault. It really does. It really does. Um, but I saw a meme and it did make me laugh. As we mentioned, our humor is a bit dry. And it went through all of Tom Hanks' like uh, travel movies. And, you know, everything bad always happens to him in a travel movie. <laughs> Lands on, a, on the river or ends up stranded on an island or whatnot. And it was just like, and now it's Corona. Do not travel with this man. <laughs> Yeah, he does have a history of like getting stranded on islands with volleyballs for friends and getting stuck in airports. And <laughs> poor Tom Hanks, he's been through so much, but he's super rich, so you know that's all in the blow. <laughs> yeah, it's it's all it's balance, right? <laughs> yeah. All right, so this has been more like 21, 22 minutes of uh, of. What is that? What is this place? What is this called? <laughs> 15 minutes. <laughs> 15 now. minutes from quarantine. 15 minutes go. from quarantine. I'm like, where are we? It was from something. From... What are we doing? <laughs> Have I mentioned this isn't like a high quality production? And uh, <laughs> we're not Welcome really aiming. every conversation we've ever had for 25 years. <laughs> oh, but anyway we hope you enjoy it one thing. <laughs> <laughs> we hope you enjoy it we hope like you know you can get a little laugh out of it you can pretend like you're sitting down with some friends and having a chat if you yourself are quarantined and are unable to talk to your own friends face to face we certainly feel your pain so anyway that is our 22 minutes and 53 seconds of (laughs) notes from quarantine. (laughs) Yay. See you all soon. See you soon. This podcast is brought to you by the coronavirus outbreak. 